Welcome to Cocktails and Combo. I am Sharina, aka XOXO Sharina on the socials, and today is Wednesday. So if you're new here, that means we're going to sit back, put our feet up, grab our drink of the night, and talk about our topic of the week. We'll get into it right after this quick break. As you know, this podcast is appropriately named Cocktails and Combo. So we can't start the combo without discussing the cocktails. So as you're getting your drink and getting ready to get comfortable and put your feet up, let me talk about what I'm drinking tonight. I decided to make me a just regular old school margarita. I don't know why, but I've had a margarita on my mind for a good minute. I was supposed to run to to the liquor store and grab some Hennessy because y'all know I love me a good Henny margarita. But tonight we're just doing tequila. So I have hornitos and you know I'm lazy when it comes to margaritas I do not squeeze um zest nothing honey it's just straight margarita mix over here so I'm using the zigzag margarita mix this is strawberry margarita I wasn't sure if I like it but I actually really like this one however my favorite margarita mix is the Mr. and Mrs. T margarita mix and there's another one. Oh, Master of Mixes margarita mix. I love both of those. Um, there's another one out there. I think it's called like Florida's Best or something. Stay away from that one. I love Master of, Mix- Master of Mixes margarita mix and Mr. and Mrs. T margarita mix, but this zigzag strawberry margarita mix actually is pretty good. So if you're lazy like me, but you want a margarita, you don't necessarily want to come out the house to go get you one, make sure you grab some margarita mix, grab you some tequila, shake it up, pour it in your cup. I did not, when I say I was being lazy, I did not um, put nothing around my rim, but I'm a sugar girl, so I would typically put sugar, but honey, not tonight. We are rimless on this occasion. Now that's what I'm drinking. I hope y'all have something to sip on as we take a quick second to jump right on into today's topic of the day. Now that you know what I'm sipping on, you got your drink, you put your feet up, you're ready. Let's get right into today's topic. Today's topic, um, I debated on each year if I wanted to continue to do these like chapters of each year of my life, but I kind of like the idea. So today's topic is chapter 34 because I am 34 for the next few months, uh, three, three more months and your girl will be 35. Can you believe that? <laughs> 35. Oh, I can't wrap my head around it. But anywho, um, chapter 34, I just want to go over some things that I've learned within these few years, but honestly, I think some of this I've actually learned just within the few years, you know, being sat down and locked in in uh, that interesting year of 2020. I think it just made you, well, made me, made everyone, made the world, like, slow down and really process and think. So these are, I only came up with five things things and I think these five will work just fine to explain some of the things that I've learned over the years so let's just go ahead and get right on into it number one I have learned to have experiences over 
everything. And I mean everything. When you're younger and you start making money and you have money or, you know, even in your 20s, it's just like wild out, have fun, party. It's just about, um, I guess back then experiences are different. Those are experiences, but they're not. I guess they're experiences that you should have. Go out, have fun, responsibly drink, party, see the club life. It's not necessary to do it, you know forever but I don't think it's like the worst experience to have in your 20s but you know at some point you your age starts getting up um you start inching 30s next thing you know you're in your 30s next thing you know you're out partying you drink um you consistently try to drink and keep up with your 20 something year old self and then next thing you know like you're just down and out. You're on the sick and shut-in list for the next two days because we all know the older you get, the harder it is to recoup from a hangover. So those experiences kind of change over the years. So when I say experiences, I'm not saying like um, wild out, YOLO type experiences. I'm talking more like I'm starting to understand that it is okay to put your money towards experiences that are um, just, you know, exciting things, whatever's on your bucket list. Like, I don't, I don't really do the whole bucket list thing, but if you have a bucket list, like, why are we waiting until we get older to start crossing those things off? Like, let's start doing them now. If there is a restaurant that you want to go to and you just want to take yourself out to, you know, an expensive steakhouse, And that's the experience that you want to have. And you just want to have it either by yourself or you want someone to come with you and they're willing and they're free and their schedule's open um, for you to go. Those are experiences that I think are important. Um, Experiences like taking your kids to Disney World. I cannot wait to take my son to Disney World. Things like that, I think, are just important to have to experience I am not someone that likes heights I can do planes planes are actually pretty relaxing I just don't like the I don't really like the takeoff or the landing to be honest but the landing part is trauma it's a like PTSD situation from writing a spirit one time and when we came back oh boy did not land that plane right and when I tell you that was the worst landing I've ever experienced in my life that's why you need to stop getting on spirit there's there's just certain things you just don't need to experience on a plane and spirit will let you have all those experiences and when I say baby boy must have been in pilot training the way he landed that flight never again but the heights portion of the plane like actually getting up there I love being above the clouds like that stuff doesn't bother me there's some experiences that I'm just not here for because I'm not a person that I just I don't care for heights I just really don't um you know I don't mind being on the ground I don't mind my feet being on the ground at all um So things like skydiving, I don't have to. It's okay. But I am interested in riding a helicopter. They have these helicopter rides right now for those in the metro Detroit area. It's downtown Detroit, and I do believe you just kind of go all over the city area. Um, I don't think it's that long of a ride. 
But something like that kind of interests me. I don't even know why lately I've just been thinking about getting on a helicopter. Typically, that's not me. That's not something I care to do. But I feel like that's the experience worth experiencing. You know, if you just want, um, my friend sent me this spa resort that's outside of Atlanta. When I looked at the price, I was like, ooh. But then when I looked at everything that comes with it, and I had to, like, rethink, like, who cares about this price? The experience of this spa, of this pampering, of this relaxation, of this weekend. I think it, I think she gave me, like, weekend dates. I don't even think it was one day. Um, this weekend of luxury. Honey, a weekend of bouge. Like, yes. Those are experiences that I am learning to tap into and I think as you get older and as your perception change as you learn as you start to get like I don't know like more cultured and different things your idea of what the what experience looks like will change but wherever you are today whatever you feel like is experience for you today I feel like that's what you should tap into And I'm learning that experiences over everything. Like if I'm going somewhere and I'm doing something, what is my experience? Just as going on a trip to say you went on a trip, that's not worth it to me. Just to go on a trip just so you can party, drink, hang out the whole weekend and come back even more tired than you were when you left. I'm good on that too. But to go and actually have Not like a crazy, you know, every hour itinerary so you're burned out. But just to like tap into certain other cities, even your own city, and see like what experiences, what things are going on in your own area that um, you might be interested in. When I tell you right now, TikTok is the place for you to learn about all types of experiences. TikTok honestly is the place like you can I know I know TikTok is like the clock app that is only for the young people no it's not it's a lot of everybody is on it at this point but what I love is their search engine like you can literally put in like um lately I've been getting videos sent to me about candle making so you can put in like candle making um, and see what comes up. You could try to put like candle making in your city, like candle making Detroit, and see what pops up. It's a lot of people that go to all these places and they review them. So you can get an idea in advance. But I am so here, like experience. I'm trying to experience whatever I'm willing to experience that I'm comfortable exper- experiencing. I'm not really trying to go like, you know, above and beyond and jump off the Empire State Building like no I don't need all that I don't need a bungee jump I don't need a skydive that's y'all do that y'all can go ahead and have that that's not for me I'm good I went to Cedar Point and I went on the power tower and that thing dropped and I hated how it felt and I got on it one time and one time only that lets me know that I do not care to go up high and be dropped I just don't like that feeling I'm good So for me, I don't need to skydive. I understood that probably by like middle school. I'm good on that. But there are other experiences that I think are necessary um, for me. And I think you should just sit back and make you a list and think about like, what are some things I want to do and get as 
bougie as possible. Stop limiting yourself like, oh, no, I can't do that. Yes, you can. If the experience you want is um, laser hair removal, and that's just something you want, they have payment plans, honey. I mean, everything ain't for the rich no more. They trying to get everybody money, so they're willing to work with everyone. If you want to experience, if you want to go to Vegas and get on that crazy roller coaster that pretty much like speeds down. I don't even know why they call it roller coaster. I do believe it's just straight, but you just go like straight down off the cliff of the hotel and then they stop you and they come back. Honey, if that's the experience you want, then go for it. Have at it. <laughs> Enjoy. Message me and let me know how it was for you because I'm good on that one. But there are a lot of experiences out here. I really, really encourage you to go. Um, it, I mean, even if you don't want to get on t- TikTok, because I caution you now that it is a rabbit hole, you will start on TikTok and next thing you know, two to three hours will be gone. I promise you, it is a very dangerous app to get on. That's why the kids are always on it because it's very addictive. It's a lot of videos. A lot of the videos are hilarious. So it's very, very hard to get off. But if you don't want to, you know, just Google or Instagram search, Facebook search. Look for these experiences. There are videos out there. There are people that are already doing these things. Push yourself to do something new this year or do a list of new things this year and really enjoy yourself and enjoy all the experiences that you have. Now, number two is self-love before self-care. Self-care is so trendy of a topic. It's crazy. Everything that you search on self-care that I've learned um, over like I think as it's been getting trendy. So over over the time of it being trendy, what I've learned is a lot of self-care is actually external. You know, the pampering baths while you play music or read a book or watch something with the candles lit and the incense going and the room is dim and you're just having a pamper moment. It's all external. Um facials, waxes, getting your hair done, getting your nails done. It's all external. But one thing I started to realize is you have to self-love first before you can even get to self-care. Now, some people will self-care solely because it's um, it's the outside. They just want to present themselves as being great. But there's a lot of people that don't even honestly love themselves. You pick at your face, you change your hair, you change your body because you don't love yourself. And I honestly think that we need to get to a point of self-love first. Let's work on us. Even if there's some things you want to change about yourself, okay, I don't have an issue with that as long as you're being safe about it. But are there some other things that we need to work on? Are there some soul issues? Are there some... Um, trauma issues? Are there some past relationship, hurt, bitterness? Is there daddy issues? Like, is there other things that we need to work on and love ourselves enough to finally start 
working on the things that are actually causing issues in our life, but we're so focused on the external self-care that we're not focusing on the internal self-love that we need to do so that we can really transition into who we are supposed and were created to be. I'm going to take a quick little second to go ahead and just plug in. If you feel as though anything I said just kind of pricked at you a little bit, honey, it is okay to get therapy. Therapy is there for a reason. It doesn't mean that something's wrong with you. It doesn't mean that you need to be fixed. It just honestly means that you need to go talk to someone so you can process certain things. A lot of times the things that we're dealing with today really stems from childhood issues and you didn't even have the brain development to process the things that you were dealing with as a child and then as an adult you haven't sat down and do the work so therefore your childhood self is still running and regulating you and a lot of times nine times out of ten you can figure out what issues you have because they they come up as relationship issues. Men love and have a way of sitting back and pinpointing where you got problems like they're perfect. Y'all listen to these podcasts. There's a lot of men out here with a lot of things to say. Now, I, I'm not going to dog them because some of them, a small amount of them are right. But eventually it gets to a point where you just got to do the work on your own. And that is actually self-care. Love yourself enough to work on the internal version of you. So the internal can be just as beautiful as the external. Now I'm going to leave that right there and move on to number three. Number three is do everything you want to do. And then the subline is, and stop waiting on others. (laughs) This goes along with the experiences over everything. Honey, there are things that you want to do, but I know you are holding yourself back just like I do sometimes because you're waiting on other people to get ready to do it with you or their schedule is just not available or, you know, they just, they, whatever excuse you can use for other people. Honestly, what it comes down to is they really just don't want to do it or they're not as excited about doing it like you are. So they take their slow time. But you're excited about it, right? That's why you brought it up. That's why you asked her or him or whoever to go with you because you're excited and you want to do X, Y, and Z. But yet you kind of feel like you're being held back because, you know, when will I ever be able to get this done? Or when will I ever be able to go, you know, wherever? Because I'm waiting on someone else to get ready. Honey, they don't want to go. They don't want to do it. Or, you know, some people might be just trying to wait to get their money right. Or sometimes they just, it's like they want to go. They're really just not that excited about going like right now like you are. Like, I want to go, but I get to it. Which means, leave them. That's what that means. There's no way to sugarcoat that. Leave them. You go because you want to go. Whatever restaurant, whatever experience, whatever place, whatever trip, go. I'm the one that will go ahead and give you the permission. Go do the things you want to do. What I like to call them, I like to call them solo dates. So, if 
whoever you're dating, whoever you're married to, whoever your, you know, friend, family, whoever, whoever your person is that normally goes places with you, if they don't want to go, they're not ready to go, they don't have the money to go, that's cool, we can go again. But as for me, I'm going on a solo date, I'm going on a solo trip, and I'm out. And you just have to align yourself with that and be okay with that. And I am giving you the permission to go ahead and do what it is you want to do. A lot of times it's something very simple and it could be something very local, but yet we are holding ourselves back. Honey, no more. Go be free. And moving on to number four on the list. Tell no one. This is something that I'm really still trying to learn and process and get used to doing. That you just honestly have to tell no one. The things that you want to share with other people, nine times out of ten, you want to share them because like you had this idea, you had this dope idea, you don't know how to go about it. Or you just want somebody to validate your idea that you have so that you can go forward with it. Nine times out of ten, people do not care. Let me just be honest. They do not care. And then if you tell the wrong person, they will give you 50,000 million trillion reasons why it's not going to work. It's not a good time. I don't know if you should do that. You know, some folks just be hating. Let's be honest. We like to give people excuses, but when it comes down to it, it's a lot of haters that are very close to you. Those are exactly the people that you shouldn't tell anything. Absolutely nothing. And then there's another group of people that just, they don't have your vision. And that's a lot of, that's a huge group of people to be honest, because God didn't give that vision to them. He gave that vision to you. So can't nobody see that vision through to completion, but you. Why are you telling everybody? Only person you need to tell is Jesus. That's it. And that's all. (laughs) In the words of my uncle, there's no one else you need to tell. Stop telling everyone your business. Stop telling everyone your ideas. Keep it to yourself. I don't know why that's so hard sometimes. Especially like coming from a creative standpoint. It can be difficult because... Sometimes I just want to tell someone something. A good example of this is I told my sister about an idea I had, and luckily she's a creative also, so she actually helped me to work through the process. But like I said, she's a creative also, so I know who to turn to when there's certain things that um, I'm trying to figure out. But there's other creatives around me. When I tell them certain things, they're just like, okay. I mean, just dry as day, just, okay. And they can't help you through the process at all because even though I'm a creative and I have creatives around me, that still does not mean that everybody can see what it is that you are supposed to be doing. So when in doubt, talk to Jesus. You want to talk to somebody? Talk to God. Don't talk to nobody else. Keep it to yourself. Another reason why I say this is because I literally have seen a few times where someone will say and they'll they'll speak out exactly what they want. And you know what'll happen? The exact opposite. And you know why? Because 
they said it to one person, they said it to another person, they said it to another person. And someone in the midst of who they said end up speaking that thought down so nothing of what they wanted happened. And every time they would speak what they want, the exact opposite would happen. Why? Because they kept telling the wrong people. Words have power. So if you tell someone about your idea and they talk it down, they rip it up, they tell you how it's not going to work, how you can't do X, Y, and Z, how that ain't going to happen, they are speaking curses over your vision. And nine times out of ten, what you believe will happen. And a lot of times those words that someone else said gets into you. Now you believe it. Now the opposite of what you just said is going to happen because your belief aligns with their curses, not with your vision. Keep it to yourself. When in doubt, talk to God only. And here is number five, the last one. And this one is so hard for me to say, (laughs) to be honest. Because it's still a work in progress. But fall in love with working out. Wait, hold on. Don't don't hit stop. Don't hit pause. Keep the podcast going, sis. Don't, don't cut me off. I know it sounds crazy. Fall in love with working out. Working out hurt. You got to sweat. It's hot. The gym stank. Let's just be honest. Ugh. The gym. The gym stank. It don't matter what gym you go to. You go later in the day and people have been working out all day. Ooh, baby. Light a candle. Spray a room fragrance. Open a window. Jesus. I cannot do the gym smells. But what I realized is working out is so important, but not why you think it's important. I have really learned over... Well, honestly, I think the last few years, because when I would like constantly go to the gym, a lot of times it was um, I had a weight loss goal. But then as I've been talking to people about working out within probably like the last year, I realized that I used to work out more because it helped me mentally. And I just honestly didn't even realize that's why I was in the gym back then. Now today, I realize that I can go to the gym whenever. I try to go twice a week, but I don't have like a like I don't I don't put the pressure on myself like that to push that goal. Like I probably like I sh- I well I'll say like I should because I do have a weight goal. But at the same time, I know that the reason why I'm really going to the gym isn't fully because of um, weight loss goal purposes. I don't really push myself as hard. It's just kind of like when I know I need to go get in the gym, I go. And sometimes it's once a week. Sometimes it's twice a week. But really, it just in my in the back of my mind, it really is just it is what it is. But I've learned, especially nowadays, when our news for the last two years straight I mean two years straight without even skipping a beat and I'm not even someone that watches the news honey I went to school I remember in my psychology class in college that was like the first thing she taught us if you want a healthy mindset do not cut that news on do not watch the news don't read the newspaper don't be focused 
on it at all, definitely don't watch it first thing in the morning and do not watch it first thing um, before you go to bed or the last thing you do before you go to bed. And I'm so thankful for just hearing those words because she's so right. She's so right. And the last two years straight, like a marathon, they've been, the news has been running rampant like crazy to the point where as much as I don't care to agree with um, that other president we just had, one thing I do kind of agree with him is that whole fake news situation because the news, they just kind of like pick up any story and run with it. At this point, they don't even, they don't even fact check. They are just running whatever news they can, honey. They are worse than black Twitter. So I honestly feel as though working out getting to the gym honestly is for mental purposes it's not necessarily for weight gain it's not for um building muscles it's literally just to help clear and ease my mind I don't even I'm a person that like ducks and dodge the news okay I'm like you know how Mario Kart when they threw the banana you had to like swerve and not hit the banana and then not hit the other obstacles that's me with the news I cannot stand hearing nothing from the news I don't want to hear it but then when you get on social media it just gets difficult to not to get away from it because you know social media is like they're all auditioning to be the next biggest news anchor (laughs) it's pretty much what it feels like everyone is trying to be the first and hurry up and release information it doesn't matter if you just have a twitter account and you're you know a regular individual or if you're just a radio um a radio station it it really doesn't matter at this point everyone is trying to just post whatever news, whatever angle of a story, whatever perspective, half the time it's wrong, but that's okay. We just want to run with it. And it's beyond ridiculous. Sometimes you don't even know what's real, what's fake. You don't know what to like really, what stories to really get engaged with. Should I really have emotions and feelings about them? No, wait, let me just wait two days. And let's find out the truth because folks will post a story and they want you to be on their side. So they only give you their side of the story. But then two days later, more details come out and you realize, oh, wait a minute. I don't know how much I side with you anymore. And that stuff is draining. If it ain't nothing else, it's draining. The news is the biggest reason why a lot of people are on um, anxiety pills is why Big Pharma is pushing anxiety and depression pills like crazy. There's a lot of money into it, and it's because the news is running rampant. I really wish somebody would put a muzzle on them. I don't know who can. I don't know how, but it would be great if they did it sometime like yesterday. For that reason, that's why I'm saying fall in love with working out because life just be lifing. And that's just really what it is. Life be life So while all this news looks crazy for the last two years, Kovisha is still here. And I'm trying to figure out why. Why she not gone? Why have you not left by now? Like, why are you not dead? Let's just, 
Let's just ask that question. Like, why is she still alive and breathing? And then on top of that, you have to deal with like real life. We're dealing with real life. We're dealing with increased gas prices. Lord Jesus, increased gas prices. We're dealing with, you know, your real life. Family things are going on. Kid things are going on. Life is going on. Your job is going on. And then you have all this extraness on the side. So if you don't do anything, I I would definitely say to incorporate working out. Let me just throw in really quickly. I'm going to throw in a few. I think I've done this before, but I'm going to throw in just a few, um, I think like two or three apps that will help you with working out. And it doesn't have to be like intense, like, oh my gosh, I'm sweating my edges out workout with just something just fun to do. So let me give you three, four, four apps really quickly. So I use FitBod. FitBod is an app that now I do not know if these apps are on Apple and Android. I'm sorry, I only have a Apple, so that's all I can tell you. Um, but FitBod, Bod, like body without the Y, Fit bad all one word it will be in the description notes this app I actually come to like this app you can um program it to whatever you have so you can put in that you have absolutely no equipment and they'll give you a workout that you can do with no equipment my favorite 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 part about this is that if I don't like whatever workout they give me I can delete it and add another one that's very important because when I say I've done enough lunges for the month, I'm not playing. I'm not doing no more lunges. So if they put lunges in my next workout, she will be deleting them and replacing them with something else. I, I really like this app. It was an app that someone else told me about. And how she explained it is she uses the app when she goes in the gym just so she knows like exactly what to do. It gives you, because you know, sometimes you just go in the gym and you're like, I don't even know why I'm in here. So I'm going to just do some cardio and be out. This app will help you with that. Um, you can tell the app what you have, you know, equipment wise. So you can say like, um, I think it's like a button that says like a gym. And then you can like unselect any machines you don't want to use. And then it'll give you a workout. So I really like that one. YouTube. YouTube, if you're in the house, you just want to do like a walking workout. Um, just type in 5-minute workout, 10-minute workout, 15-minute workout, 30-minute workout. Baby, YouTube has more than enough videos for you to work out with. I love like the walking. I'm not... I'm so over like all the floor workouts like I'm tired so I will go to YouTube some sometimes just for like walking workouts um or I'll put like no floor exercises I think is what I put in the search so I can get like standing workouts to do yeah yeah that's something I do every now and then just so I don't have to do like all the floor stuff I also have fit on that fit on is just to me it's kind of like Peloton so fit on if you don't want Peloton fit on is another app that you can use they have workout videos you can um, click and do the workout videos with them from this app I do believe you have to pay for it 
I think they have a free option, but I do believe you have to pay for it if you want to send the video to your TV so you can work out at home. Or if not, you just have to use your cell phone. Peloton is definitely like one of my favorite apps. I tell everybody about it. You do not have to have a bike, a treadmill. You don't have to have the Peloton equipment. There are workout um, videos you can sign up for and do the live classes. Or you can work out on your own when you find like something you want to do. If you want to do hit cardio, if you want to do strength. Um, a strength workout if you want to do stretching meditation or yoga there's multiple different options of how you can work out with peloton i do believe it's like 12.99 for the app i don't remember if it's 12.99 or 14.99 i think it's 12.99 yeah it's 12.99 for the app 12.99 a month you can play the videos you can send the videos to your phone um and once I said, once again, this is for Apple because you can send the videos with your Apple AirPlay to your TV. And then that's how you can work out from the TV without, you know, have to look at a phone to work out because that would be annoying. But Peloton is just fun. That's why I really, really like it. The trainers are so enthused. They're fun. They get hot and sweaty and be pushing themselves through the workout just like you. And then there's a DJ over to the side. It's over there scratching and mixing. Your adrenaline stays up. It's it to me is a fun atmosphere, and that's what I need to push me to even want to work out in the first place. I was pretty consistent when I was paying for Peloton, and that's solely because working out was honestly fun. So those are four apps. No, this podcast is not sponsored, but like I said, the news has been running rampant, and I understand that mentally people are drained. And the last thing I want is my listeners to be so drained by today's times. Honey, work it out, step it out, do some crunches, do some leg lifts, Get on an elliptical, get on a treadmill, do some push-ups, whatever you have to do to get your mind right. These are the five things that I've learned within, uh, I hate saying within 34 years because it's like really in 34 years, that's all you learned was five things. So in the last few years or maybe the last year, I'm not really sure how to gauge this in time, but this is (laughs) chapter 34, I hope these um five tips five lessons helped you out as always let me know and hey if you can to help other people learn about this podcast and help them out please leave a review if you're listening from apple Podcasts, feel free to review the show and this way it'll help others to learn and if you're not you can always share this with a friend or five because you know the girls be needing this information I need this information. So do me a favor and share this episode. That is all from me. I will talk to y'all next week, next Wednesday. Thank y'all so much for listening. And as always, stay booked, stay blessed, and stay productively busy.